Think retirement is your ticket to permanent leisure? The Bible might disagree. Today, we're diving into what God really says about our golden years. Let's get some perspective. Welcome to another episode of Christian Financial Perspectives. So glad that you've joined us today. My name is Sean Peters, and I'm joined as always by my esteemed co-host and father-in-law, Bob Barber. I'm glad you say esteemed. That makes me feel really good. And if you enjoy content on financial topics, but from a Christian perspective, we'd love for you to hit that subscribe button and join our growing community of other Christians who want to glorify God in their finances. So today we have a topic on is retirement biblical? Now, before you click off or stop listening, I promise it's going to be a good episode. <laughs> yes, it's going to be very good. Um, so please stick around. Yeah. But we're going to start with the scripture first. Numbers 8, 23 through 26. The Lord also instructed Moses, this is the rule the Levites must follow. They must begin serving in the tabernacle at the age of 25, and they must retire at the age of 50. After retirement, They may assist their fellow Levites by serving as guards at the tabernacle, but they may not officiate in the service. This is how you must assign duties to the Levites. Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) The Bible only speaks of retirement, Sean, one time. This is the only passage in the entire Bible Mm -hmm. that speaks about retirement, and it's definitely not in the context of what we think Not of as of retirement. Not what we typically yeah. think of retirement, especially in the, I guess you'd say, the Western world. Yeah, that, yes. You know, but but I'll tell you what, the Bible does speak of working and the importance of working over 500 times. I think it was okay, so, 565 to be exact, but so different versions. Count, Bob, we've yeah. got one mention of retirement yeah, yes. and over 500 or so talking about work and the importance of work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It. It so, seems like the topic of work is a little, a little bit, bit more important. important. Okay. Yeah, and and not working, laziness and idle hands mm-hmm. are spoken of in a negative light in the Bible. Okay. Very much so. Okay. Okay. So work is seen as a blessing, not a curse. Which does make sense if you look back at the creation story and it was before the fall, the fall. of man that right. work existed before sin, sin just made certain aspects of work a lot more difficult. The weeds. <laughs> yeah. But but work was always part of the plan. Yeah. Yes. And, and work should be seen as a blessing, yeah, not, not a, a curse. curse. I mean, you think about marketplace ministry and what happens yeah. in the workplace. Yeah. There's so much more ministry. I mean, Sunday is for an hour and a half. Yeah. Your small group is isolated to just believers most of the time. Yeah. And maybe 15 people. But in your workplace, you can truly be a witness to right. so many others. It is what I call marketplace ministry. You, you are at work typically a lot of the day. Yeah. For most of us. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's right. <laughs> okay. So work is God's provision for you and your family, even if it's not what you dreamed of doing. That's, that's so true. So today, as we kind of mentioned earlier, we will be discussing if retirement is biblical, or I guess we could say is the way we talk about retirement typically yeah. biblical, or yeah. is the American retirement biblical? I think that's, I think that's a good point, is the yeah. American retirement, but then Europe is the same way, okay? Yeah. So, you no, know... We, it, this is America, Bob. We don't yeah. need to talk about Europe. Like we read in that scripture in Numbers um, 8, 23 through 26, 
There's just no other direction in in Scripture that would suggest we even should retire. Mm. But I want to point out, okay, very quickly, right off in the front of this, uh, as we're doing this program today, that retirement is not sinful. Right, that's not what we're saying. Yeah, not, not at all. But for a Christian... It, it should be viewed from a biblical worldview, not a secular one, as the pagans do. Right. All right. We don't want to negate the design of God's design on retirement. Right. Because we were created to work and help others with our resources. That's right. You just Gen- mentioned this scripture. It, right. Genesis okay. 2.15. Right. The Lord, the Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. Now, for those of you who aren't remembering exactly where that fits in Scripture. Again, this is before sin entered into the world. Exactly. And it says very specifically that God put man in the garden to work and take care of it. So American retirement, the way we look at it in many ways, Sean, um, it's normalized something that was never intended by God, and that is not working. Right, or not working at all. Yeah, not working. We're not working yeah. at all. Now, there, there's nothing. I want to say this. There's nothing wrong with a good game of golf. All right, uh, you know, you know, we have a second home on a golf course, right? Um, and or, he keeps trying to get me to play. I just, I, I don't like to play. I, you got but kind he, of excited last time you it, came it down there. It got a little, though, fun, but you, uh, my hands started hurting. You know, I'm not yeah, used to it. <laughs> you, y- y'all won't tell you. Sean went to went to the driving range with me, and he was knocking those balls. Just and you know, Sean's an old athlete, so that's well. As they that's say why. with golf, Bob, it's all about power, not finesse, right? Oh, <laughs> I guess so. But there's nothing wrong with golf. There's nothing wrong with with fishing or hanging out on the beach. But that's not what retirement is supposed to be about. And if it is, if it does become about that, and you become consumed with that, it can yeah. lead to depression and a lack of significance and a shortened lifespan. So I want to give you some examples of what I've seen being and living on a golf course. Okay. Okay. I've watched these older gentlemen that are retired. It becomes consuming to them, mm-hmm. and it becomes. They, comp- they get the competitive side of them because they're no longer working in the workplace. Right. And we're we're on hole number 15 in Rockport. We're right at the end of it. We look right out on it. And um, I watched them throw their golf clubs, hit the ground with it. I listened to them cursing. And I'm thinking, is this really fun now? Yeah. You know, what, what has happened to this? They, they, something has gone wrong. Yeah, yeah, in retirement with these these good good men, and they're they're nice men. I mean, I you know I yeah. hang out in the in the club with them, and I I sit around in the bar and have a glass of iced tea. They know I'm not the drinker, so they, they you know, but right. have a and and I become friends with them and and try to tell them about Christ. Yeah, um, because that's truly what it's about. But I think we need to look at retirement. From a scriptural basis, truly, and and from a Christian worldview, and I've picked this scripture I'm going to have you read, sure. that we can reach in and say, all right, if I'm going to retire because I have the financial resources to do so, how could I apply this scripture to sure. retirement? Okay. All right, you ready? So Matthew 25, verses 31 through 40. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit on his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate the people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. 
He will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father. Take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in, or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? The king will reply, Truly, I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. How can you take this scripture, this scripture right here, and apply it to retirement? Well, one of the things that I know we have been talking to clients about with this that are yeah. nearing retirement yeah. is retiring from your career that you've needed to to build assets plan for retirement right. and pay the bills. Yeah. You're retiring from that and moving into what is it God is calling you to do now right. with feeding the hungry, helping the sick, visiting those in prison, sharing Christ. You know, if you've planned properly, mm-hmm. doesn't mean you don't play the occasional round of golf like you're Absolutely. Saying, or go fishing Absolutely. or whatever. Hey, I love okay, golf. But, okay. but we do know that from a you know, avoiding depression from having purpose, from living a longer life, people who only focus on having fun and doing things just for themselves, Mm -hmm. they don't last as long. No, they don't. But those who have a mission and a purpose will be more, more fulfilled. They will live longer. And it's biblical. Yeah. Because now you aren't being constricted by, well, I have to work to be able to survive, but you're focusing on, okay, well, this is a passion that God has given me. Just like when we talked about with the priest in the in the first scripture, the older priests retire from the normal day-to-day active duties, and they're basically moving into a support mentor. They become a mentor role. and they become a teacher to right. the younger priest. So, so they're still continuing that, that on. Exactly. And it's much in the same way that maybe Maybe something you could do is, you know, depending on what your career was, but maybe you were a leader in your field by the time you retired, and now you volunteer your time. You you come in as so basically Sean, a consultant. Th- th- this and, is and this is the point. This is the point that I wanted to get to is that yeah. a, a biblical retirement. This is what it looks like. Right. It it retirement for Christians should mean free time to devote to serving others without the necessity of getting paid for it. That's right. It, you know, it's truly a time to rethink how you invest your time and resources. Yeah. And and instead of of quitting from life and moving to Florida, Arizona, or Texas and playing golf every day, waiting for the person or waiting for the first piece of mail to arrive. Instead, be diligent to save and willing to serve. Yeah. And if we adopt this mindset and devote those last years or decades for yeah. some, okay, of our lives to serving others, then the Lord will find us doing His work if He returns and when He returns. When He returns, that's you right. Yeah. So, so should you put together um, a plan for retirement from a biblical yeah. sense? And absolutely, absolutely, you yeah. should. And I think that's the key point here is that we're not saying that you shouldn't be saving and investing and preparing for retirement. If anything, we're just trying to call to your attention that there's more to this life than just having fun when you re- when you retire. So I and got if these you've nine... done that planning right, 
We'll go it. We'll go into that. So okay. I got these nine <laughs> points we got to get through. Okay. Okay. All right. And we just we're just going to list. Sorry, these, Bob. You know? I'm just getting excited. Okay. okay I know so. you do. That's all right, Sean. So financially and spiritually preparing for retirement is wise. Right. You go to number two. Number two, knowing and understanding your annual financial need and how it will be funded. Yeah, you got to know that because you are still going to have to eat. You yeah, can live somewhere. That's exactly <laughs> right. Well, you need to downsize your home or sell it all together when you retire or rent. And why did I say that? Maybe you need to rent. So if God calls you to go into the ministry, which He just did, I saw a couple just just last week in our mega church here in town yeah. come up, and they were in their sixties, and they sold everything, and they're going into the mission field. Yeah, and I think that is awesome. I was yeah. so excited to see that they're self funded to do the ministry God's calling them to do. Exactly. But there, there are things that you need to think about during retirement where you need to work part time to supplement those essential needs. Yeah, and 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 here's a big one. This have, is one I five, don't right? see. Yeah, have you written f- down your retirement goals according to God's plan? Right. Put that before the Lord and written them down in a spiral notebook or a note, you know, anything. But write yeah. them down. Write yeah. them down. Um, have you earnestly prayed about what God wants you to do during retirement? And sought his word, the Bible, for the answers, or even should you retire at all? You know, God's called me. I, I prayed about it big time, and you know God's called yeah. me not to retire. Yeah. He's called me to continue to work. I, I and, and yeah, and in all full transparency, I mean, we'll, we'll make it personal here. I, I know Bob has no intentions of ever retiring, retiring. But I do know that over time, the plan might be that Bob can let go of a, a couple things and the rest of the staff, we, we kind of share the load and, and yeah. move forward. But I mean, if, if you've ever known Bob, you would know that uh, he, he doesn't really sit around anyway. So God's <laughs> definitely called him to continue doing stuff. But you know, I'm also a good delegator. I, do, yes. I don't mind yeah. delegating. So I want to challenge you, if you're retired or you're about to retire, to do this, to, to write down your retirement goals according to God's plan, not That's your right. own, but according to God's plan. Write down how you want to spend those days. You know, do it in two to three hour slots Yeah, and, and say, this is how I'm going to spend my day. Write down the charities that you want to volunteer your time at yeah. you know, during those retirement years. And and how can you be a mentor to help others? That's right. Yeah. Just so, like the retired priest. Exactly. So we end with the question that we started at. Is retirement biblical? You know what? It can be if it's not all about you and serving, serving you, yourself. Right. But serving others and helping to build the kingdom of God. That's right. We want to help you do that. And in retirement, think of it this way. There's only two things you can do. You can either build the kingdom of self or you can build the kingdom of God. You're always saying that. Well, I love that. <laughs> yep, that's right. So Sean, I didn't tell, come up with it. We tell, heard from tell somebody advisors. how to get a hold of us if they would like to talk yep. more about if, this. If you want to talk more, if you want to get some help on on this, or if you have ideas for, for future episodes, you can visit our website at christianfinancialadvisors.com, send us a message. You can also call and, and or text us during business hours. Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Texas time, and that is 830-609-6986. Thank you, and as always, God bless, and see you next time. Investment advisory services offered through Christian Investment Advisors, Inc., DBA, Christian Financial Advisors, a registered investment advisor registered with the SEC. 
Registration as an investment advisor does not imply a certain level of skill or training. Comments from today's show are for informational purposes only and not to be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any company that may have been mentioned or discussed. The opinions expressed are solely those of the hosts, Bob Barber and Sean Peters, and their guests. Bob and Sean do not provide tax advice and encourage you to seek guidance from a tax professional. While Christian Investment Advisors believes the information to be accurate and reliable, we do not claim or have responsibility for its completeness, accuracy, or reliability.